Today I'm going to be discussing a major topic in personal injury settlements, and that is pain and suffering. What is pain and suffering? Well, I'll tell you, in the state of California, there are several lists of categories that pain and suffering can fall under. That's anxiety, grief, humiliation, embarrassment, and actual the pain and the suffering that a person endured as a result of a car accident. So why is pain and suffering entitled, uh, why is a person entitled to pain and suffering damages as a result of a car accident? So there's essentially a few main categories that in the state of California, a person can be entitled to uh, the types of damages. Those are medical bills, lost wages, and pain and suffering. The actual pain and suffering that a person endured as a result of an accident. There are few situations where a lot of, where some people are going to get major settlements, but those are not where the vast majority of settlements come down to. Most personal injury settlements are about $15,000 or less in pain and suffering. There are many instances where a person is going to endure a few thousand dollars of medical expenses and have several hundred thousand dollar settlements or several million dollar settlements. You might see ads, uh, billboards, TV commercials that say at certain amounts of what people are getting for these kinds of lawsuits, but that is not the norm. The norm is a much lower settlement, a quick cash settlement for a lot of these soft tissue injuries. One of the ways to increase the amount of a personal injury settlement through pain and suffering is by documenting the pain. Each time you go to your doctor's office, each time you go to a chiropractor, you report the pain level. And what happens a lot of times is that people, they try and feel confident and secure and try and boast that they're feeling better but this is not gonna help their case, especially when it's not the truth. If a person is feeling that they're in pain, they need to tell their medical provider, yes, I'm in pain. These are the body parts that I'm in pain. If they don't do that, the insurance company is going to see a fluctuation in the amount of pain that a person is disclosing, and they're not gonna to wanna to pay that much in damages. They'll say, look, you know, this person reports a three out of 10 in pain, Obviously they're getting better, and so we shouldn't have to pay so much for these injuries. I see it happening all the time. It's a very, very common occurrence. What's very important to increase the likelihood of, uh, of getting a good uh, personal injury settlement is documenting the pain and, go, and complaining about the pain to your medical provider, whoever it is. Another factor that helps to increase the pain and the suffering is the actual emotional distress that a person endures as a result of the accident, whatever the accident is caused by. So what is emotional distress? It is sadness, anxiety, grief, depression, humiliation, embarrassment. These are things to also be documenting to a medical provider, especially if you want to increase the amount that your personal injury accident is worth. If you are able to see a therapist, a counselor, a psychologist, or a psychiatrist, there's really no shame in doing that. It's even could be healthy for you to do. Explore those kinds of options so that 
your emotional distress will be looked upon by an actual medical provider rather than you just saying, you know what, I'm sad, uh, I'm feeling depressed. It's gonna be a lot more credible and it's gonna carry a lot more weight, your emotional distress will, if it's coming from a medical provider rather than your own self. Obviously, you'll have to talk about it with the medical provider, but it's good to actually get treatment for these kinds of things and try and process and work through the pain that you are going through. A huge issue that people will do during an, uh, an accident claim is stop going to treatment. So there's going to be a gap in treatment. Several weeks, several months will go by and the person does not treat. The insurance company will simply look at it and say, look, this is a gap in a treatment. Obviously, they're not as injured as they are portraying. And so we should not have to pay that much money in car accident settlements. It's very important to constantly and consistently go seek medical treatment for the injuries that you endured for your accident. If a person doesn't do that, it's very easy to poke holes in a person's story. And the insurance companies, this is what they live off of. This is what they profit from. This is what they are relying on you to do in order to minimize the amount of a personal injury settlement. So it's very important to constantly and consistently go and seek medical treatment. And one last thing uh, to help with pain and suffering is photographs, whether it be of your injury or the accident itself. So let's say you got into a car accident. You're gonna wanna take photographs, hopefully you have photographs, of the car that you were in or that the other driver was in, or the entire scene. Photographs of property damage are an excellent way of depicting a person's personal pain and suffering. It might seem counterintuitive because the car has nothing to do with the person, but it has an emotional effect to it. Because if an insurance adjuster looks at the property damage, and the, uh, it's likely that a jury would look at it, try and look at it in a similar way. Meaning that if there is significant property damage, it's going to be a more believable story. Oh, this person actually did endure a lot of pain and suffering as a result of this accident because look how severe this car crash was. So these are just a few tips in how to maximize pain and suffering, pain and suffering damages in a personal injury case. I hope this was helpful. Let me know in the comment section below what other kinds of videos you guys want to see in relation to personal injury, employment, and work versus compensation law. Thanks so much.